0: Hey, man.
1: Yo, what's up, dude?
0: Yeah. All
1: right, let's get this intro underway. Welcome back to the MMA Cover Podcast episode podcast. I am your host, joined by co-host Jake. We are here to recap UFC 258. Wow, what a card. And yeah. uh, we're also going to be looking at UFC Fight Night, Blades versus Lewis, coming up this weekend. Uh, so first, let's just go ahead and break into, uh, break into the prelim card, might as well. Yep. So, uh, so obviously I take it you saw, you saw the pay-per-view.
0: Uh, yeah, I saw most of the pay-per-view, yeah.
1: But most of it, okay. Yeah. Um, did you, did you catch any prelim fights?
0: I think I, I caught uh, a few of them, but I can't remember really.
1: Alright, well, 'cause like I caught I caught most of the prelim fights and then yeah. obviously I caught the main card. And uh yeah. I gotta say, man, some some people on the main on the prelim card really stuck out.
0: Yeah. The the main event was just insane. Though.
1: And uh yeah, the, the main card the main card itself too uh yeah. put on a show for me, really impressed on how everything played out. Yeah. Upset Gilbert Burns didn't get the win, but hey, yeah. you know what? Uh, Locked
0: him like three or four times and knocked him down. Yeah, there we go. Fair play.
1: So um, yeah, in the in the in the prelims we we had a couple we had a couple good uh good good bouts in there and uh yeah. one of them was uh Muhammad yeah. versus uh, Diego Lima which oh yeah was yeah, yeah yeah absolute yeah. masterpiece of yeah the Muhammad work you know
0: yeah Diego Lima of Douglas Lima.
1: Yeah. And yeah. then um uh, the other one that I wanted to say was a really nice uh submission in the first round. And that one was up on my uh that one's up on my TikTok if you haven't seen that one yet. But that was a uh Paulina Vanina girl that she basically got in a round round one submission.
0: Yeah. Uh I did not get to see that final.
1: No, oh dude, that one that one was really good. Uh it went it went straight to wrestling at at that point.
0: Yeah. Oh. Uh
1: so yeah, pretty much um main card had some had definitely had some energy flowing through it with uh Kevin Gaslam getting back in the win column. Yeah. Which which
0: Kevin Gaslam, we get the stoppage, but uh I think I think he came close to it, if I remember rightly. But he just never fighting.
1: Oh. oh yeah, and the thing with the thing with their fight that I was surprised about the most is that it was it went from wrestling to stand and bang to pretty much everything. They showed off everything they had. Yeah,
0: yeah. But Kelvin is very all rounded We know he's got wrestling. Sometimes he, he's he very underutilizes it, but um, he, he used it quite a bit in this, uh, and he mixed it together with the striking as well.
1: Yeah and and that's that's the thing is you know he's like you said he's very well rounded in in a lot of that so you know he can he can use his wrestling he can use his his stand and bang power you know he has he has an arsenal for for almost everything
0: Yeah yeah most definitely
1: Then uh then breaking into breaking into the co main Alexa Grosso beats Macy by a by decision there was, there was a lot of decisions on this card there was there was a lot of yeah. a lot of decisions. Fights went fights went pretty much the distance on this card, which is weird. Was that, uh,
0: like, Macy Barber.
1: Yeah, uh, Alexa Grosso yeah, versus oh, Macy that, Barber.
0: That's a, that's a surprising win for
1: you know, and I you know what it was was I think it was like Grosso's Grasso's boxing compared to compared to Macy's you know style is is too different you know, he's a Mexican yeah. style boxer you know Mexican style boxers tend to normally come out with you know with having the heat you know with having the pressure yeah. and stuff like that and she definitely put it on display there.
0: Yeah especially when Mexican star boxers are working on the inside, have a good jaw, they have a good chin and they yeah. keep moving forward and pressuring.
1: Yeah so I was I was surprised by uh by by Grosso and the way the way she did everything, you know. I thought I thought it was pretty fluent. You know Definitely yeah. like to see her get back in the octagon. She did talk about it that night. She said she wants to get back as soon as. I think she said as like as soon as what are February so like she said as soon as 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 soon as she can really she wants to get back yeah. in the middle, the middle. You place. like to see
0: that uh, a good up and comer who always wants to get back in.
1: You know and yeah, she's she's got she's got so much potential in in that division. Yeah. I think those are straw weights, if I'm correct. Believe those are straw weights. Yeah, and then uh, let's drop it down right here to Kamara Uzman beats Gilbert Burns via knockout in the third round to retain that title.
0: Yeah, what a fight!
1: Wow. Um. So I have some mixed thoughts on this. Uh. I know. I know a lot of people have mixed thoughts on this. I've seen it lately on uh, social media. It's a lot of a lot of stuff like that going on right now. With the yeah. Kumaru Usman, and I know as soon as as soon as the fight ended, uh, Jorge Masvidal was the first one to first one to call him back out again. And, yeah, uh, Kamaru actually called out Jorge Masvidal on his post interview, which was like, yeah. if he wants to go again, I'll give him a full camp, et cetera, et cetera Because you know, last time six day notice to Kumaru yeah. Usman, and that's
0: also good to see Kumaru wants a rematch because in the first fight, you feel like. He feels like he's not done enough to prove that he can beat Jorge Masuda on a full camp, so he wants to prove it again. So that's you
1: know, you know that's that's the thing that I keep telling people is like people are like, oh well, if they fight again, it's going to be the same outcome. Is it really though?
0: You never know. You never because know. We're la-
1: last time, last time I checked, he only had six days to make weight. He made weight, yeah. still that didn't really do anything. But then again, in all of this, uh. In all of this Walter Waite mashup, uh, Kamaru Usman did, does. He does pass George St. Pierre's record, which is cool. Yeah. Which yeah, is fine. Cool. Um, he also, he also, Kamaru also said he was open to fighting George St. Pierre. Yeah. I don't know what it is with George St. Pierre, man. Everybody wants a piece of him. Khabib wants it.
0: I, I saw somebody the, uh, the, a couple of days ago uh say that um George St. Pierre would get destroyed by Kamaru Usman and I was like mm, I don't know
1: you know that makes that makes you think right there that's a thinking moment like yeah is it though does does Kamaru really really stop George St. Pierre or does George St. Pierre stop him it's the same it's the same outcome with the with Khabib you know does Khabib really stop him or does uh does George St. Pierre GSP win you know
0: yeah and if you think about it, in Kamaru Usman's last three fights, he's been rocked like seven, eight, or nine different times, and he's been knocked down as well.
1: Oh yeah, so it's 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 hard to say, you know, because Gilbert Burns, you know, the the I want what was it the first or second? I think it was the second round. Maybe it was the first round. The first round when he first rocked Kamaru. Kamaru backed up. I was like, oh, I was like, he realizes that he doesn't want to be in that position yeah. in that in that zone where. He knows that Gilbert Burns has the opportunity to to you know to potentially end this. And you know, and uh yeah. real quick, shout out to shout out to Justin Gagey for predicting the third round knockout. He did he oh, didn't Yeah, I sure
0: Justin Gagey predict that,
1: yeah. I uh I was watching it and I seen the I seen the tweet come up in the corner and I was like, okay, I was like, well, let's see if Justin's right. And sure enough, third round came around and Kamaru got it done. <laughs>
0: Yeah you've got you at this point you've got to put your hands up to Kamaru Usman and say uh, well done like uh, from what he's done uh, since he became the champion he's defended it what um three times now
1: yeah three times yeah
0: yeah, uh, yeah. and they were against world class competitors like Colby Covington Jorge Masvidal and now Gilbert Burns like you've got to put your hands up and say wow this is some this is this is a great fighter that we're seeing in action here
1: you know and, and and the thing is is like to me you know I'm not I'm not really before before all of this you know I wasn't really too big on Kamaru Usman you know I yeah, wasn't right. I wasn't really too I wasn't really too too like obsessed with him you know I I know who he is I know who he is in the fight game I know what he's capable of yeah but after watching this fight you know it's like well wow he ran through a, Gilbert Burns a teammate you know who really, they didn't really express any of that in the octagon, you know. They didn't really yeah. show that they were teammates, you know. They uh, looked like
0: they were enemies, to be honest.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they looked like, yeah, they looked like they were, like, you know, they were two completely different people. Yeah. You know, uh, then again, too, though, shout out to Kamaro for going over to, uh to, uh, I believe, Elevation with Trevor Whitman, you know, because yeah. any time anytime a fighter moves over to a camp, it's very difficult for them to make that adjustment and make that adapt adaption to yeah. wherever they're at you know yeah and uh, for Kamaru to move over to to Colorado and start training with Justin Gaethje and, and working with Trevor Whitman it's like oh man like you know Trevor Whitman he is he is undeniably one of the best coaches in UFC other than um uh, Mike Brown, which is Dustin Poirier's coach. Oh and, yeah, no
0: doubt about it. He's definitely one of the best.
1: You know, Trevor Whitman is is definitely somebody you want to have on your side when when you're gearing up for a big fight like this. Yeah. But uh, but now it comes down to to this. Now we know the Walter weight division is is starting to become a little broken, right now.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: With the uh, you you know with the with the recent news of Leon Edwards not getting to fight comes up to Chimaev again, third time. It's just crazy. That that is really and I I have told everybody this that I talked to that really is the new Khabib and Tony Ferguson. it's yeah. just not happening. Yeah, it's
0: it's just mad. Think about it. How many times since we uh, the first podcast that I done are, are on this show, um. Uh, it was i think it's like two or three more times now that it's been cancelled
1: yeah and and, and it, it's crazy because it feels like each time we've done this show you know uh each time i've had you on here we've talked about it being cancelled
0: yeah <laughs> back every to every back time.
1: <laughs> every every episode i mean i can go back through through the episodes and pull pull the clips and be like hey we talked about it being cancelled the first time yeah. And you gotta think they promised Leon Edwards a fight in, in March of or December, nonetheless, last year.
0: Yeah, I know and
1: you know, that falls out. So then they're like, oh well, we'll just move it. Oh well that one falls out. Well it's like, well dang, well, what's gonna happen here? Now um UFC or well Dana White has said that um he is gonna be meeting with Shemeyev. yeah yeah later later this week or it already happened this week i guess they're flying him out to vegas to get him checked out by ufc officials
0: yeah Um,
1: but yeah because he said that he still had like he said it wasn't 100 percent covid it was just still like lingering effects from it which is the same outcome with leon edwards leon edwards caught it and he said oh he was like i had it and then it was just lingering effects that's all it was
0: yeah So uh, with Leon Edwards, like he hasn't fought in a long time and he needs a fight really. And it would be better just to cancel the fight altogether and look what's, look what options they've got in the division and then schedule a fight.
1: You know, and and that's, that's, that's another huge part about this is like, dude, cancel this fight, get it off, get it off. Nobody wants to, nobody wants to, I mean, yeah, we want to see it, but at this point, cancel this fight and make, make something else happen you have some of the biggest names in Walter Waite right now as of as of right now you know I was looking at the rankings just recently and uh, some of some of the rankings in it man I gotta I gotta say are are people that can potentially go for it now um the thing with Leon Edwards is Leon Edwards is, is the type of guy on Twitter to to call people out but when people respond to it it's the oh he doesn't want to fight him. Yeah. So it's like, um, you know, if if everybody's really hyping up this Nate Diaz return to, to 170, there you go. Beyond Edwards versus Nate Diaz.
0: Yeah. That, would, that makes sense would, because...
1: It would work. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the other day, yesterday actually, I was talking to a buddy of mine, and uh, I wanted... I wanted to bring this up to you on the podcast, and this is this is about the best way I see it playing out. So, as right now we know Kamara Uzman is still champion as of as of two fifty eight, and yep. still. Um. So the next thing I would do is, I would do a Walterweight tournament with the top five people in that division, where you have, um. So you would have. Colby Covington fight. You would have Colby Covington fight Kamara Usman or Jorge Masvidal fight Kamara Usman. Then you would fight. Then you would have Leon Edwards come in and fight either Thompson, either have him fight Thompson or he can fight Gilbert Burns. Yeah. And just kind of eliminate, you know, give, you know, I would much like to see. Uh, Stephen Thompson go up against Kamara Usman. I mean, it's a new face. He hasn't really fought him before. Yeah. And you know, I feel like I feel like that would be the bright idea for UFC.
0: Yeah. To
1: finally be like, hmm, well, we can put these two together because they haven't really fought.
0: Yeah, I, and the it comes to a point like when is Stephen Wonderboy Thompson got gonna ask for a title shot again? Like he he's he fought so many great competitors and he does he just doesn't seem to be moving up. In the rankings for some weird reason uh and it's like what why isn't he fight fighting higher opposition
1: you know when and when we talk about when we talk about wonder boy you know we gotta we gotta talk about his impressive win over over neil yeah you know? Jeff neil,
0: yeah. yeah that was, that was over
1: Jeff, you know? yeah. that was that was an impressive win you know and to somebody like me who watches fights, does that really put him back in the win column? Yes and no. I do think he should fight one more person, just to just you know just to show us what he really is capable of before getting thrown into a title shot.
0: Yeah. automatically yeah.
1: with like with Usman. Yeah, so that's why I said like he can fight Leon Edwards. That that's a fight to make. You yeah. know, he can fight Colby Covington. He can fight Masvidal. Whatever they decide to do with him.
0: Yeah, he d- he definitely needs one or two more fights in like the top 5 mark of the rankings. Uh because like I, I, he never usually fights in that anymore and I don't know why.
1: And another good point that you mentioned right now is like I haven't seen him move up in in a minute, you know. He's been the same on the board for for a couple minutes now. So it's a couple years. Yeah, a couple of years now. Yeah, so it's like, man, I really do want to see what they do with him. You know, he's a fresh face for tomorrow Yeah, you know, that's that's a bite to make right there. Yeah, Try and it, then uh,
0: the
1: yeah. Um, then again, I also did hear though that they want that they want that they want uh Kamaru Usman and Masvidal to be uh. Ultimate Fighter coaches, which I think would make, I think would make a great, you know, great season of it. Yeah, great, great, great way to come back between the two.
0: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm still pushing for Kobe and Jorge because.
1: Oh know. Just, just the rivalry between those two would, would really set it off.
0: Yeah, yeah, it would make it a very good show to watch, and especially if you get loads of young talent in from all around the world. It would be oh yeah, even better. So you could see like how, how they would handle situations if one of their fighter loses, how the other team would respond if one of their fighters loses, it would be pretty awesome.
1: You know, and then uh tomorrow Usman yesterday, you know, that you know, he uh you know, obviously he sat down with he saw he sat down, did an interview yesterday, and uh you know, basically you know, basically, was just like, yeah, I don't really feel like, you know, I don't really feel like I should have to fight Mosfi Doll again. I don't really think there's anything near that. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Besides the point, there's there's a there's basically a lot of a lot of different ways the welterweight division can play out later this year. I'm super excited to see how it plays out this year. Yeah, most definitely. You know, is it is it gonna be the year? Is it gonna be? The year of the Walter Weights this year that carry us through 2021? Who knows? Yep. It's unpredictable. It's too close to say. Yep. I just hope for Kamaru's, for Kamaru's career, I just hope this year he wants more title shots than, than he had last year. Yeah. Because, you know... This this one this one title shot this one title defense a year thing is gonna get annoying real quick and it's like dude, you're a ball-to-weight champ man you should be defending that title as much as you can yeah
0: at least two or three times
1: you know defend it twice man or defend it you know you you started off you know you just defended it early in the year you know wait till about the middle or the end of the year and come back again you know defend it yeah
0: especially as a champion you want you probably want to make the most money. So if you if you defend it like two three maybe even in a special year four times that's making you millions and millions of dollars.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. And some you know what's crazy about about the Walter weights is uh, uh Leon Edwards last fight was what like 20 what 2016 2019?
0: Uh, Somewhere out there. I think it was
1: 2019. 2019 and they asked they asked Leon Edwards uh, I think it was Ariel Hawani that asked him. Yeah, it was uh, Ariel Hawani that had asked Leon Edwards, is he financially steady? And Leon was like, yeah. He's like, I haven't fought for that long, and I'm still financially fine. Yeah. I'm good on money. Still. Yeah. It's like, dude, wait, hold on. You're not fighting, but yet you're still good. Like, what? Yeah. It, it's it's crazy to think that, you know? Yeah. So, uh, awesome. Awesome. Awesome division to look forward to this year. So much to come out of it. So much to to see what happens in it this year. I mean, obviously, we got a uh, we got tough recording in summers. What Dana keeps saying. I don't know how true it is. I, I, that's what I, Dana think, I think
0: it's true, but uh, it's hard to say because we haven't got like we haven't really got anything like apart from rumors.
1: Yeah, you know, every time they ask Dana, Dana just does the oh, like, yeah, we're we're starting on it soon. It's like, well, are we starting on it? or Are we not? What's what's the deal here with it? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, real quick though, it, uh, basically, on my breaking news notes that I wrote down, it was like UFC president Dana White says the promotion is working on a welterweight fight between top contenders Colby Covington and Leon Edwards. What we will get to. Uh, Covington's response later in the episode as uh we turn our focus to Saturday February 20th UFC Apex yep. fight night blades versus Lewis main card and uh that's Curtis Blades versus Derek Lewis this is uh this is a big yeah. one you know
0: yeah. Yeah. literally um, a big one because they're both heavy <laughs> yeah yeah
1: um so yesterday UFC released a trailer for it and uh, UFC basically was like, or uh, in the trailer, Curtis Blades was like, "If I beat Derek Lewis, I think I am potential for a title shot in in the future." Well, it's
0: a possibility. Think about—he's uh, on like a four-fight winning streak, uh, uh, and he'll be on a five-fight winning streak. And he be—he beat, beat Junior. I think he beat who else? He beat quite a few people, uh, quite a few names in the in I think. Um, different weight classes. I think w- was he uh, a light heavyweight as well?
1: I think he was, and then he had ended up dropping back down.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But uh, yeah, Curtis Blades definitely somebody to be reckoned with. Uh, Curtis Blades, obviously. Uh, but focusing on the person I want to win that I want, I hope he gets it is uh Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis uh possibly one of the funniest guys in the UFC yeah, man. Yeah. There's there's no doubt about yeah,
0: there's
1: that. No doubt about it. And uh, one thing I really hope Derek Lewis worked on and and I have a feeling that Curtis Blades could potentially expose him for it is uh is the fact that Curtis Blades is a wrestler and Derek Lewis really isn't. You know Derek Lewis has has all the other all the other track uh, check marks filled, but wrestling. Now I know he can wrestle. I, you know, we've seen sparring videos of it. Um, but yeah, I think Derek Lewis comes out victorious on this one, dude. I just, I think he has the knockout power, the reach. You I'm, know?
0: Da- I'm gonna have to disagree. I'm going to have to say Curtis Blades by decision.
1: By decision, yeah,
0: the reason why is because I feel like if Curtis Blades manages to get the first takedown in. And wears him out within the first one, two, and th- third round. I feel like it would just yeah. like, keep taking him down, keep taking him down, and uh, stretch out to a decision. And but I do hope that uh, Derek Lewis wins the fight. But I but I think Curtis Blades will steal it by a decision.
1: So overall, you're you're putting your you're putting your bet on Derek or on uh, Curtis Blades, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh that's that's. Totally respectable, you know, and I, I see where you're coming at out of saying saying that. Um, uh, but then again, you know, Derek Lewis, you know, you can't really you can't really get into his into his zone without Derek Lewis firing. You yeah. know, we've seen what kind of knockout power he has. You Crazy know? knockout
0: power.
1: And uh, you know, I also think, you know, this this win for Derek Lewis could, could mean a lot for him. You know, he's obviously been been chasing UFC gold for a while, you know, and I I feel he should he should have a chance to fight for it, you know he he deserves yeah. it, you both know. Both I don't know how any lot, of his
0: past. Uh, a a lot of wins recently. Uh, both men have got over um, three or more wins. So Derek Lewis has uh, three wins in a row, and I think Curtis Blaze has four wins in a row.
1: Yeah, and uh, you know. Their their records, you know, their records are nowhere near each other. You know, with um, you know, with uh, with Derek Lewis's record being twenty four and seven, and Curtis Blades being fourteen and two, so it's like, man, their their records are nowhere near each other. Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, like I said, big move in the heavyweights. Uh, man, I don't know exactly what you do after this though. Because let's just say, quote real quick, let's just say Derek Lewis wins wins this and gets the next shot at the title. Well, he's got to wait because remember we got Stipe and Gagne and March. and then
0: you've got Jones coming into the division as well.
1: Yeah, and then you got John Jones coming into this division. So it's like, oh man, like yeah. what what is that going to do for somebody like somebody say like Derek Lewis, you know? That's obviously going to put a hold on where he's at in the division because you know, we got we got um we got John Jones coming in, yeah. And then uh yeah, so hopefully Derek Lewis gets it done. That's that's who I'm hoping for. That's who I'm that's who I'm going yeah. with. Uh, but if uh if First Blade does do it, he does it. No, no hard feelings between those two. Yeah, I think yeah,
0: Mike's a bit laggy.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's kind of laggy now. Is it bad now? Uh, it's still kind of a little laggy.
0: Hello. Are you back? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. You're good now, I can hear you. Kind of little like mic difficulties over there. Yeah, see, cause that's happening again. Can you can you hear me again? it it's, it's oh. still buggy it it's still like kind of laggy on your head
0: yeah
1: like now it's working it's working fine fine now Hmm. okay so you good uh it's kind of like laggy still but i because it keeps like wanting to fix itself so it'll get laggy and then it won't see like now it's fine okay so uh it's okay with that because i could just cut that all out we can just um so yeah uh, gonna focus now over real quick to one of the prelim cards that I think could be potentially Fight of the Night if if played out right.
0: Yeah.
1: Hopefully it is. Um but uh Eddie Wineland versus uh John uh, oh, damn, is this? uh Castaneda, uh, Castaneda. Cast- uh Eddie Wineland versus uh Castaneda, um, I think is yeah. what it is. Castaneda, I, I looked him up. I looked him up before I started this podcast. Yeah. The episode, real quick. Uh, but yeah, he's fighting Eddie Winland and uh, wow, gotta say Eddie Wineland You know, not. I'm glad he's coming back after that knockout from, from yeah. Sean O'Malley. But like I said, I don't really know where this puts it at in the, uh, you know, in in the card in the in that class that he's fighting in. But uh, yeah. Um I don't know I just wanted to point out that one little card real quick as it yeah. sounds interesting and then uh you know as as uh let's real quick uh I got I got a lot of breaking news actually uh last night and over over this week and uh the first the first major story that I wanted to cover is that uh Paula Costa rejects rescheduling uh, Robert Whitaker versus Paula Costa is in the talks to be on the same card, uh, the same card with Darren Till versus Marvin Vittori. And it could also be back on, uh, for like, for over here, it could also be back on ABC, which is a TV.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, a TV channel thingy. Yep. Uh, so basically, I like the talks. I, li- I like. To talk about the middleweights real quick, as, as you know, the middleweights are, are in a really yeah. big spotlight. The middleweight
0: division spotlight. has always been a great division, uh, but n- now it's just coming out of, like, it's coming out of, like, uh, where it was before. Like, Robert Whitaker getting promoted to the champion from the interim champion, and Michael Bisping, uh, uh losing the title to GSP, and uh, then GSP vacating the title. So it's coming into a great place now, the middleweight division.
1: And uh, one one thing about the about the reason why I say the middleweights could potentially have spotlight shine on them this year more more than ever actually, is uh because la- last episode I believe it was that that we talked about this, um, last episode I had told you that Paula Costa, Robert Whitaker, Darren Hill, and Marvin Vittori were two weeks apart from each other. That was April tenth and seventeenth when they were supposed to. Yeah supposed to have, both have their their bouts. But I love the fact that UFC said, hey, these guys have two fights back to back. Why are we going to have two fights, two middleweight fights back to back when in reality, we can put it all, all on one card, premiered on ABC, and could potentially bring yeah. us more viewers again. Because apparently, from what I seen last time, um, when UFC was on abc last time they really brought in a crowd of people you know for the hallway and cater fight which is yeah. awesome because i i really do think we need more fans and in, involved in you know ufc um but yeah uh to jump back to the to the update you know uh costa Whitaker, tail inventory now that that card just sounds insane yeah. you know i i would assume uh, Vittori would be Co-Main or yeah, vice versa. Most you know, either one.
0: And Costa are in better positions because the bit. Uh, Whitaker's coming off a two wins against yeah. world class opposition. Uh, Paulo Costa has just come off a loss against uh, one of the greatest middleweights of all time, in my opinion. So it's not really a bad position to be in if you think about it.
1: Yeah, so the thing, the thing about that that I like, and the uh, the th- this is gonna be a good this right here is gonna be good for for the middleweights. But my only problem, and I've said this in past episodes, is I now think the UFC middleweights should be introduced an interim title. They obviously have to have yeah. one of those now. Yeah, just because of you know. It's not just because I think they should have a middleweight title, just because they need another title. No, no, no. The reason why I'm saying this is because, like I say right now, you got four big names: Costa, Whitaker, Till, Matoyi. Those four are going to be at the top. Well, Izzy's away doing yeah. Izzy things, you know. So what? What other other than rankings what else are they gonna fight for you know and this this is big you know for the middleweights you know middleweights middleweights are are kind of a weird are kind of a weird division to talk about because middleweights can middleweights can be like oh well we're gonna we're gonna steal the show and then we're just gonna dip out and go away for a little bit like you know so one big thing i really hope they do like i said with with you know, with rescheduling it, and I'm glad they rescheduled it to all be on the same card instead of having it two weeks apart, you know, and making it even a bigger mess than what it needs to be. Schedule it all on one card, which is from the talks, what it yeah, seems like be they're good doing.
0: Him title as well, and, because uh, Izzy's going up to, to become a double champion, and you never know, he might want to defend it in that division. So it just puts closure on the other division to get him into him title.
1: You know, and and hopefully, you know, and I'm I'm hoping Dana because you know it's a big it's a big it's another big night if you think yeah. about it. You know, uh, it's another big night if you think about it. It being premiered on ABC, not once again, you know, during the wins, Dana can say, "Hey, well, I have an announcement to make. We're going to be giving the middleweight guys, you know, their own interim title," which right there would make it automatically you know, better in my opinion, because they actually have a reason to fight for something now, you know? And uh, you know, I hear a lot of people say, oh well interim titles aren't really real titles, they're just fake titles. I mean, you know, yeah, yes and no they're real titles, but at least you're still holding UFC gold.
0: Especially if a different champ the champion of the your division is out of the division trying to get the double champ status. And and you have to put yeah, an interim yeah, in no. that division because you don't know if the champion is going to come back. So once you, you get an interim champion in that division, the interim champion is either next in line for the title shot or becomes the champion anyway.
1: Yeah, and, and you know, a, a, good, a good way to look at this would be like, you know, the lightweight dimension, you know, lightweights have obviously champion at the top Khabib, interim title holder, Justin engaging. So it's like, well, there you go. You can look at it yeah. like that, you know? So I honestly think smartest thing for Dana white to do. And by some way if Dana white, you hear this podcast, big fan. Uh, I think you should really give them an interim title. Just saying, if you hear this podcast, give them a title, yeah. maybe, um, that's a yeah. far reach, but maybe he heard that. Um, but yeah, I would, I would really like for them to have. I would really like for them to have an interim title. You know, that way we're not, you know, that way we're not bored of watching. Yeah, middleweights yeah. fight. You know, and you know, right now, you know, not to say middleweights are boring at fighting. You know, middleweights are boring at what they do. It's just, it's a slow time in that division right now. Cause, you know, you got Izzy he, doing. You little, know, like man. I said earlier, Izzy. Yeah, you know he's he's busy yeah. off doing Izzy things. That's that's what I like to call it. As a, as he does that, but yeah, definitely think UFC should look at giving these guys a interim title. I'm glad that they move the cards yeah. onto the same times onto one big card because you know Darren Till. Like I said, stacked card from start to finish. And you can you can do it either way. You know, you can have Darren Till versus Marvin Vittori as main event. You can have Whitaker and Costa as, as co-main, or or you know, Costa yeah. and Whitaker as main, Vittori Till as, as main as co main. So it really works out either way UFC wants to do it. If they want to do it, hey, let's move it this yeah, way. Or, and, hey, let's do it. this way. Don't, let's some, do people, it, you know? uh,
0: some casual fans don't understand. Davin Till is a huge name in the UK. And the UK fight fans go crazy when he fights, so it, if we could get the UK fight fans, cheering, oh yeah. So there's more eyes on the sport, more more people watching the sport, and it's good. It's good for the sport, all around.
1: Oh yeah, and you know it's 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 good to see like how big of an influence yeah. he is over there in the UK. You know, um, obviously when they fought, oh, where did they fight? Liverpool. That? It was a. Uh, yeah, when he fought there, you know, Darren and had that crowd yeah. on their feet, man. You know, so it's it's a, it's good to see. You know, it's good to see a whole, basically a whole country or a whole like you know a whole area yeah. back up a fighter. You know,
0: too far from Liverpool.
1: I live, cool. Right. Oh, no, you're not no, you're not no, no. you're not that far from there. Oh wow, uh, yeah. So awesome to see. You know. And it, it's crazy because it's not really, you know, like you said, you know, Darren Till generates a lot of noise over there in 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 the UK, which which yeah. is right, you know. But it's also it's also now like as I as you sit down and look at this, it's also now around the world, man. You know, Darren. You know, you mentioned a fight fan, you can mention to a fight fan, hey, Darren Till's fighting this weekend. Oh, Darren Till's fighting, and it's like, yeah, yeah. man, it clicks yeah, to them, you know.
0: Some huge names in America, he's fought huge names in Britain, he's fought huge names in Europe, like he, he's like, Davin Till done an interview, I think it was a, like, just about a year ago, and he said uh, every, everywhere he goes, he, he gets asked for a picture, even if it's the most random place on, on planet Earth.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, to to basically narrow it down, it's like, you know, you. I'm more than sure you mentioned. You mentioned to anybody over there in the UK, Darren Till, you know, you know, they automatically yeah, know who yeah. he is. That that's how I would assume it is. You know, and I would assume in in Ireland it's the same way. You know, you mentioned Conor McGregor, and yeah, there you go. Yeah. every you know, same same thing in same thing in Brazil. You know, you mentioned Jose Aldo in in his prime. There you go. Yeah, everybody knows who Jose Aldo is. Um. Yeah. So big news, like, like I said, big news. Uh, later this year for the middleweights, hope it happens. To get an interim title. I think, like I said, I think it would be the best yeah. outcome for them. Hopefully. Um. Mm-hmm. But like I said, uh, I think Walterweight and middleweights are going to be taking yeah. over this year. You know, I just have a strong feeling that you know these could be the two divisions yeah. to keep your eyes on for people that, for people who are tuning in or just longtime fans, you know, keep your eyes on the welterweight and the middleweights, you know, because they can be the next yeah, big both, both groups to shine, man. Oh, yeah. You know, their number, their, from their number ones to their number fives is, yeah, is I, I insane, feel like you UFC know. They've
0: just done a good job all around with every division, but... Like weights and middleweights, uh, and like light, light, lightweights as well. I think all the divisions are stacked, uh, this year, especially.
1: Light lightweights are definitely definitely on that. I don't want to say definitely on that up and coming, but they definitely are on their yeah. way. You know to, you know they they are. You know they have a champ. They have a champ who's you know yeah. twenty nine and zero. You know. So that's that's where they're at. That's where UFC's at right now with the middleweights yeah. and all those other divisions. Another real good, another real good piece of breaking news: UFC is targeting a bout between Mike Perry and Daniel Rodriguez for April tenth. I don't. I like I like yeah. the idea of that bout. The idea of of Perry fighting Rodriguez. Uh. And that also because I just said April 10th, that also means that would also be on the on the Costa and and that huge yeah, I've, night fight. So, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I got I got Perry. I mean, I'd like to say I got I got uh, Rodriguez, but I mean, I got Perry. But then again, it's too soon to to really say. You know, we have to see what their training camps should look like. Uh, I do believe uh, Perry has already started his training camp. From, yeah, I, the thing Instagram is, you can't miss the Mike game, game because it's that. always wild. Yeah, you know it's. You know, I don't know if you've seen it lately, but uh, I know, I know, I have. Um, did you see the? I think it was Instagram Live. I want to say it was Instagram Live. The Instagram live between yeah, Perry saw, and Darren it, Till. Yeah. Did you see that? I've been seeing, like, different clips of it floating around and, and you know, everybody commenting, oh, these two need to be tough coaches. And yeah. it's like, oh, man. Like, yeah. you know. Let's uh, let's also not forget Darren Till did, you know, before he was a middleweight, he did fight in, in what yeah. was it, Walterweight? He fought in Walterweight for a little bit. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. So, you know, he fought. He fought in a welterweight. I believe Perry is a yeah, welterweight. weight, a if i correct. Weight, it,
0: he's he's not too big of a welterweight. but yeah. He's like in between. I, I think I, I don't Perry said he was going up to middleweight, but I don't I don't I like uh, the higher up middleweight status. I don't think he I don't think he'll do that.
1: Yeah. No. But uh, it's it's funny though. Like. It's funny to see yeah. those two go at it, you know, because they, they talk so much to each other. And it's like, oh, like, dude, I can totally beat you. And it was like, no, nah, I can beat you. And then it was like, well, come to yeah. my weight and find out. It was like, and then it then, was, it was like, dude, what are they, what are they going there,
0: at? All the time. Like, it's, it's the funniest thing ever.
1: Yeah. You know, it's like those two, man. Those two. If... If you know, if Dana wasn't so serious on, on you know, I don't know how serious he is this year with taking the Ultimate Fighter as serious as he wants it to. But I would just love for those two at least to have just a bonus episode. Just give me a bonus episode with just those two going at it. Just let me have that. Let me, let me sit back and let me just watch Darren Till and Mike, uh, Plano Mike Perry just go at it. Let me just watch those two find it. Uh yeah, so the next the next big kind of big piece of uh the breaking news that I had, and uh, I said that earlier in the podcast we would eventually get to this point is uh so earlier in the podcast I told everybody that UFC was looking to book Colby Covington versus Leon Edwards, and let let's just say let's just be real real quick. Kobe Covington found out about it, put a stop to yeah. it immediately. And basically, uh, this story is: Kobe Covington shuts down a fight with Leon Edwards. Yeah. I don't know why. I, f- I feel you like Kobe's got Dana. A good
0: because think about the w- the way uh, the names are put out there. Uh, Leon Edwards is a, a lower-name guy, even though he's at the top of the division, uh, really. Kobe uh, Covington's... Like, just be a former champion, and he fought for the title before that, and he's a higher-name guy. So how does that make – I feel like Kobe deserves more credit here. Like, especially if, if he's gone to – if he's pushing for another title shot. Why does they want to give him Leon Edwards when Leon Edwards could fight somebody else?
1: You know, that that is an – like, that exactly right there is a good point. You know, why, why give – a lower rank, not even a lower rank guy. Because I think Leon Edwards, to yeah, be honest, he's, is he's like rank three. It's not
0: like lower rank. Rank he's three just or like four. Lower in name, in track.
1: It's just—it's a yeah. lower name in the welterweight division. You know, it's—it's—it's it's, it's honestly like I don't want to say it's an embarrassment, but it's just kind of like it's kind of wrong that you would do that to somebody who like you said before has beaten a former champion has is on his way potentially yeah. back to UFC gold and yeah. and can potentially be one of the biggest stars coming out of this out of the Walter weights in 2021 is you know why why would Colby Covington you know want to fight you know someone like Leon Edwards now the thing with Leon Edwards and the best thing to do with Leon would be I mean, and I I think this would work out. Personally, me, I think this would work out the best between them, is to just basically give give Leon Edwards, because everybody knows later or sometime soon, potentially soon sometime, uh, Nate Diaz is gonna yeah. make his return to 170. So it's like, well, there you go. You can give yeah, him Nate on his way back in. Yeah, you know, I'm that, thinking that's about a great it. tune uh, Gilbert
0: Burns is still there. Gilbert Burns is... Wouldn't,
1: wouldn't, you, wouldn't you want Gilbert Burns, though? Wouldn't you want Gilbert Burns to fight somebody uh, like Jorge yeah, Masvidal, I though? I want to see
0: Kobe versus Mizedek.
1: I feel like these are like... like the so walterweight division right now is like literally one of the divisions that you can just sit there and make fights yeah. all day long like if somehow and i i tend to bash on these people a lot if somehow the ufc matchmaking team can't figure out what to do with the top 5 people in the walterweight yeah they yeah. shouldn't be matchmaking like dude give me give me just an hour with the top five from one to five from Kamaru Usman to, uh, wonder boy, give me like an hour and I will make four fights that yeah. are out of this world. Like that's the best thing to do. And it's like my, my biggest problem right now with Leon Edwards is the running away from fights, but saying, saying yeah. the other people are running away from fights because his Twitter is is very active, you know he's he's very act- he's a very active dude on Twitter. So it's like, you know, when when his fight got shut down with, with uh, Chemaev, he took straight to Twitter and was like, "I'll fight anybody." And you know he had a lot of these fighters coming in saying, "Oh well, let's fight, let's fight." And I don't want to fight him. Why are you saying let's fight? And then you're running, yeah, you're yeah, turning it, down their offers exactly. and running away when from when you're them. in a
0: position to have a fight. When you haven't had a fight in a long time, it's you could easily take it just a two not fight, and then get higher in the rankings and then fight for a title.
1: You know, and that's that's the thing is I think what I think what Leon Edwards wants, and I don't think he's said it yet, is he is he is the kind of person to just demand a rematch. Yeah, he a rematch wants a tomorrow. title match. Yeah, and it's like, well, wait, hold on, dude. You got all these yeah. other people ahead of you. Especially you got to wait, way,
0: man. Kamaru Usman beat uh, Leon Edwards. If you go back and watch that fight, it was a very like dominant performance by Kamaru Usman.
1: Yeah, so it's it's crazy just to see what what the what the Walter weights is gonna look like later. Like I said, later this year. Um, but the last and final story I have to tell you guys, and uh, this one, this one just broke about 24 hours ago. I got I got this story last night, very late last night from from a relative clean source, so I know it's a 100% yeah. might be 100% true. Um but it is a good source. I can trust these people. I can back them up. Um this story basically is Davidson Figueredo wants to fight Brandon Moreno in June per source coming from his manager on uh on twitter basically last night and he was like yeah davidson Figueroa wants to fight again he wants to fight in june but he wants to fight brandon moreno which i think right now hands down could be you know obviously last time those guys fought last year everybody was like oh this is yeah, fight of the year for sure it, you, you could know have
0: another fight of the year we could have a new champion in brandon moreno we could have a great story behind it with the rematch. There's there's endless possibilities with this one.
1: You know, not not only not only having Brandon Moreno as a new champion, but Brandon Moreno being being the first Mexican fly or flyweight champion. You know, he can he can be the first. You know bring take the title from Brazil and bring it bring it back to Mexico or yeah, wherever only, whatever like the part third he's from
0: Mexican champion and in all weight classes so that's pretty good as well.
1: Yeah, you know and you know do you know the thing that I really think stopped them from last time from from their big fight last time was remember three weeks before that they both won their fights turned around yeah. called each other out on a three-week turnaround so you gotta think three weeks that's yeah. not a full fight camp you know i i do believe though with with a full fight camp and you know obviously no point deductions this time because of last time you know when brandon or when Davis and figueredo you know with the cupcake and stuff like that yeah. with no with no point deductions i believe uh and Brandon Moreno on a full fight camp, I believe yeah, Brandon Moreno gets it done. Does he get it done? What's he get it done with? Me, I'm gonna say knockout, but I do know he is a submission artist, which is also Davidson Figueroa's special specialty, as he's a he's a he's a submission artist too. So it's like you know you're balancing you're balancing weight. balancing weight, you know, with, yeah, with yeah. Moreno and Figueroa, yeah. which, like I said, has uh, has I'm the potential to be fight right of the year right again.
0: Uh, I'm gonna say a KO in the fifth round for Brandon Moreno. Yeah, yeah.
1: KO in the fifth round. I I could I could see that also though. Just just by the way Davidson is, you know, dude's name is literally God of War in Brazil, which I still think yeah. is one of the coolest names ever. That's just me. Um, but yeah, just knowing like what he's capable of, you know, we know what he's capable of. We know what kind of submission person he is. I mean, for for example, I mean, look what he did to Alex Perez when he fought Perez. man. Perez went in there, clear minded, you know, Looked good in the first two rounds, man, and then you know all of a sudden is in a guillotine and is tapping out to Davidson Figueroa. So it's like, man, whoa, what's going on here? And originally, originally the uh, um last night when that when that news hit about Davidson wanting to fight in June, originally they wanted him to fight sooner. They wanted him to fight. They wanted him to fight in a. Either they wanted him to fight sooner or they wanted him to fight later because uh, I think it was like April or May when they, when they wanted him to yeah. fight. And he was like, nah. He was like, I'll fight in June though. So it's like, oh man. So hopefully with the uh, weigh-ins, are, weigh-ins are tomorrow, yeah, they, right? Uh, or are they today? No, I think yeah, they're tomorrow. I think they're tomorrow. Um, hopefully with when they do the weigh-ins tomorrow for fight night, hopefully Dana... Or hopefully somebody asks Dana about this about this uh, information, and uh, maybe Dana will have a have a response for us. Maybe Dana has a response for us. Maybe he doesn't. You there still? Yeah. um, Yeah. Yeah. It's good.
0: Yeah. It's it's
1: still kind of like it's still kind of buggy, but it's okay. There, there. It is okay. He's back. Um. Yeah. So hopefully, uh, Dana clears some of this, clears this issue up, or later tonight we get more news on it because I'm definitely excited to see their second yeah. fight you know hopefully yeah. there's a different outcome you know and uh all of that because remember last time too davidson was uh davidson was rushed yeah. to the hospital right after the fight had happened and uh reports of that actually came out yeah. later that night that he had food poisoning so very crazy And uh, one real quick, not new just kind of uh, update to let the fight fans know that uh, Derek Brunson versus Kevin Holland has been announced, and it will be March 20th as the headline main event of that bout. Now, I don't want to get too hyped up because obviously COVID is still a big part, and one of them catches it. It could be a potential call-off and reschedule for different times. So I wouldn't get super hyped up for that yeah. one, but yeah, uh, just so you guys know, that one is official, but could change in the coming yeah. months. So I wouldn't get too hyped up on that. one. And uh, yeah, so that's pretty much yeah. uh, today's today's yeah. episode. You know, I, I you know I thought it was good. Uh, obviously, looking forward to Lewis and Blades this week. We yeah. will be back on Thursday. With new episode. And uh, from my point yeah, of view, sure, yeah. I'm signing off. I think you're signing off. Okay. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next Thursday with an all-new episode of Night at the Fights. Thanks. Uh, yeah. So thank you, guys.